You stupid bitch. Yeah, you're a stupid bitch. You stupid bitch. Go. Welcome to this week's episode of Stupid Bitches Say What? The Aussie podcast about everything and nothing, but always with wine and your host. Sean Hipkins and Skyly College. Yeah. This week, it's pop culture, and we're doing a joint ep on the musical glory that is Glee. So get your slushies ready as these Gleeks discuss the phenomenon that was slash is Glee. The music, the controversy, the stars, everything. And that's what you missed on Glee. <laughs> what are you drinking, oh, stupid I bitch? love that. Did that. I forgot about that. <laughs> Remember drinking, thank God. I need another drink. But also I've done something truly horrible to myself. Oh no. I accidentally grabbed a Simillion Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, Simillion. I don't mind a Simillion Sav, B. <coughs> I hate them. Double It's going to be disgusting. It's too cardy. I don't like it. Oh. I'm Have very sad. At least it's not the first wine of the night. <laughs> she does that. Mm. I'm drunk enough to be able to push through, but I don't like the taste of it. <laughs> so um, give us Morgan's a bit of intel. Bay. It's what? it's from Morgan's Bay. It's Zero enthusiasm. <laughs> what year was it made? I can't even see it on the front label. There's no year. Oh. So that's like a sausage. It doesn't have a meat associated to it. It's goon. It cost me $12. <laughs> oh, that's surprising. <laughs> then it's got no label. So, what are you doing, Morgan's Bay? Where even are you? Dennis didn't tell me. Which I can't see probably because I'm drunk. It doesn't even tell me the place that it was made in. This is budget wine, guys. Budget. Bouget. <laughs> so I am drinking, and you're going to appreciate this. And shout out to Belinda Bay Desert. And to Because um, we had a weekend here the other week. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I went into, we went to go get some booze. And I saw this new wine that was on offer and on special. And I thought, ooh. I'm getting two of them for the Ooh. podcast. Ooh. And Belinda purchased them for me because she was coming back to drink our bourbon or whatever. And was that, B, you don't have to do that. She said, no, no, I'll get them. I'm going to drink your bourbon. She's very generous, Abby. So this wine is called Fat Bastard. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's a classy wine that looks like it's got a wombat or a Tasmanian devil. Or a fat bastard on it. And there's a picture of me on there going, hey. Sup. <laughs> fat bastard. <laughs> remarkably full-bodied. <laughs> Fantastic. And it's a Pinot Noir. And I don't really Pinot do... Noir? Pinot Noir. Noir. Fat bastard. <laughs> and... It's a 2020, <laughs> oh, but it's so this classy. Be the worst, isn't it, it actually spells out the words 2020. Classy? Oh, it, mm. I thought you said classy. 
I did because oh, it's from it's from the southern region region of France, and that's what you missed on Glee. On Glee, and it's nice actually. And I don't really like Pinot Noirs. This is actually a deep Pinot Noir. Pinot Noirs are usually. I really don't <laughs> like the smell. They're usually more of a see-through red, and I like a deep red. And Sky's about to vomit. Ugly. What's wrong with a simelion? What kind of grape is that? They need to be eradicated. I quite like the simelions. So before we... Oh, how should we paint? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me tell you about a little fire drill that happened to me this week. Oh. Hmm. I Where were visiting, you? What are you doing? I was visiting my um, father company in the mm. city. I, I, <laughs> there's so many layers. <laughs> we're like, um, so there's like the father, there's the uncle, and we're like the child. Ah, the bank. That's our company. I know, right. So I had to go in for an induction, which I actually, well, I've been there for three months. I loved it. I had the greatest time. They put in this amazing morning tea. I hung out with all these people who I've been talking to online. I had the best day. It was a half day. I went back to the office in the end. Um, and I had one of my, my new besties from work with me. Anyway, so in the middle of us, like having this beautiful morning tea, going through all this stuff that we have to go through, the owner of the company comes up and he says to me, so apparently I've heard there might be a fire drill today. And I said, <laughs> we'll be gone by 12 o'clock. It's fine. And this is about 11. <laughs> it's about 11. I said, there's a fire drill. We'll be out skis anyway. We'll just go drill and we'll just go back to the other office. And he's like, I know, I know. Don't ever worry about it. It's going to be fine. <laughs> like I get told this stuff, but it's going to be totally cool because, you know, sometimes they say that it never happens. And we were like, we're cool, bro. It's, it's cool. It's fine. Anyway, so we finished our morning tea. Amazing sausage rolls, amazing pastries. Mm, it was awesome. Hot morning tea. I like that. We wandered back to our, you know, barista coffees that they just ordered for us in the room. And we get there and we've got our coffee in our hand. And the next thing we hear this like PA thing boop, going, bleep, 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 bleep. When you hear the whoop, whoop. <laughs> well it wasn't it wasn't the first thing it was like the wardens need to go to attention so in the middle yes. of brisbane city right we're on queen street if you know queen if you live in brisbane you know queen street it's the best place to work Center if of you the don't city. mind commuting yes <laughs> See, i love i was the whole time i was there i was like oh my god i miss it so much oh, yeah. also i can't commute you are way closer to commuting than i am like to commute it's a 40 minute does, walk home yeah, for us yeah it's insane um, but I was like the whole time I kept saying to my colleague, I won't mention her name, um, but I kept saying, I love being here. They just know how to make coffee. Everything yes. about this is amazing. I miss it so much. Convenience around every corner. Anyway, so um, we go back, a barista coffee's in hand, and then we hear the whoop, and it was like, whatevs, because they say just fire wardens to attention. It's just, you know, an emergency call. Like there's nothing happening. It's a drill. Blah, blah, blah. It's just a drill. And we're like, oh, that's all they're doing. That's what he was talking about. They're just calling the, the wardens in to just check that they know what they're doing. So we go on with the presentation, blah, 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 blah. The next thing you know, whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> the drill's happening, people. Everybody must evacuate. <laughs> And we're on the ninth floor, which you may think, oh, that's not very high. 
it's very it high, high when you're wearing <laughs> heels and you have to climb down all those stairs in a fire escape and also for every level there's like two or, or four stairs like it's like yeah it's like it the two levels are layers. so big yeah and so I got to the edge <laughs> and I was really lightheaded because I was going around in circle after circle after circle I was like I feel a little bit dizzy <laughs> I've still got my coffee, my breasty coffee in hand that I've just been delivered. I'm like, this is the best almond mocha I've had in my life. <laughs> but I'm starting to sweat a little bit by the end. I'm like, oh. And then we walk outside, the humidity just fucking smacked yes. us in the face. Anyway, so we're just minding our business going, what are we going to do? Are we going to go back to the office and miss the rest of the induction? There was only about 45 minutes left in here. That was two. Did you months. have to congregate anywhere? Well, allegedly, but we had no idea because we don't work in that office. So right. we were just like, what? But fortunately, I knew a bunch of people from Teams chats and stuff. <laughs> and they're like, Sky, follow us. And then in the end, I said to my other colleague, I was like, we were at the front of like some, I don't know, hotel or something. And everyone kept going in and sitting on the seats. I was like, I swear to God, if we don't walk back in the next two minutes, I'm going and sitting on that couch inside and just sitting in the air because <laughs> it was so fucking muggy. So we wander back, blah, blah, blah. And we're walking into the foyer and we see all these people tripping over a mat. And me and my <laughs> colleague turn around, we're like, guys, be careful. You might actually hurt yourself. Let us smooth the mat out. And then I look up and who do I see? Who? Sean Bina Hipkins. It was mad. I know. So I'll tell you my story about the fire evacuation. So we got to... One more thing before you start. But when I pulled up out the front, I thought to myself, I've been there here a lot of times. Like I've obviously been here for meetings. And I remember when we used to have lunch years ago, I remember going to a function upstairs and saying that to you. I've been here for a function before. So when I pulled up out the front in the Uber, I was like, I've been here a thousand times. How did I not even know where it was? So... There was lots of things. And the other thing I need to tell you is that I was thinking about when I pulled up, oh, my God, I should have called Sean and said, Oi, can you bring my brush in? Oh, yes. Um, I was coming into the city today and I would have went and come to find you because I was thinking even when I pulled up out the front and I said to um, Jane, I said to her, I said, I should have rung Bino and said, I need my brush back. Just find me because we were there till lunchtime. And I was thinking I could have called you and be like, hey, let's have lunch. But also, but I'd left it too late. And that's yeah. what I was thinking all morning. I should have rung you and asked <laughs> you to have lunch with me so you could bring my brush back in and meet Jen. I really wanted you to meet Jane. And next minute. Anyway, your turn. So we got word at 10 o'clock that there was going to be a fire warden meeting in one of the offices that's on our level. Level one. For the building. And um, there would be a evacuation afterwards. So my boss said to me, I think I'm going to just go to a cafe. It's too fucking hot to be standing outside. I'm just going to go to a cafe and ride out the evacuation. So at quarter past 10, we go up to... I love his thinking. (laughs) (laughs) So at 10.15, we wander out of the office and we go up to this um, cafe, Death Star Canteen. Um, which serves amazing coffee. But I already had two coffees at that stage, so I just got myself a chai latte on soy. (laughs) And we were sitting there and we were talking. We had about a half-hour chat and catch-up and whatnot. And then he was messaging 
a colleague of ours in the building saying, has it happened yet? She's like, no, it hasn't happened yet. So we went and stood out the front of the building for about five minutes. And we're like, what do we do? So we then wandered up to Woolworths where he bought some hot cross buns for the office. And then we sat down in the courtyard of Woolies for about another 15, 20 minutes. And then we went headed back. The evacuation had happened and we met with everyone at Post Office Square. And then we started heading back when it was time to We go didn't in. make it to Post Office Square. We were just a little bit up the way from, um, is that the what's square. The, What's the junction for Queen Street? Is it Adelaide? Creek. Creek. We were, we were just like on the next bit of creek. So we were stood out the front where that cafe is at the bottom of the Oh, Hoya. Astoria. Yeah, yeah the story. They make amazing coffees, by the way. Oh, I don't really like that. You wait till you have a Death Star Canteen one. They're so much better. So, yeah, so we um, met up with the rest of our crew and we started heading back towards the building. And we were waiting at the lights. We kind of cut in front of a few people. It was all serendipitous, if you ask me. And then we walked Serendipitous, across. was it? <laughs> and then as we were walking in, in front of me, I oh, saw someone been... trip over a mat. And it was Petrina, who we know and love. We both know and love. And she tripped over and she came back. She goes, oh, that's a hazard. Rah, rah. And then I just said, oh, Bino. I turned around and there's you. And I was like, what the fuck? Like the fact that. No, after- what? No, that's not how it happened. What happened was, oh, stupid bitch. And you started walking. They went, what the fuck? Oh, you did say stupid bitch. Yeah. I was like, did she say Bino? No, you know, I said Bino. And you go, oh, stupid bitch. And you kept walking. And then you stopped. I went, what the, what fuck? the fuck? Yeah. Because it didn't register in my mind what was happening. It was like, I knew you were meant to be there. Like that was like, oh yeah, there she is. Right, right. Hang on a second. Yeah. Why are you here? <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh yeah, she's How there. did you come here at this <laughs> point in time? The exact moment in time we ended up in the walking in the building that's got how many floors and how many hundreds of people <laughs> and saw each other. Oh yeah. mates forever, mate. Yeah, it's exactly right. <laughs> it was kooky, kooky, super kooky. At that point, at that moment that we yes. actually ran in, out of all those hundreds of thousands of people who were trying to get in. Mat. Mat. <laughs> yeah. And she looked back and she was like, who is this? And she went, oh, yeah, oh, it's Sky." When you see someone that's not meant to be there, that's why it's like, oh, hey, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're going to have to cut so much of this. We've driven off for so long <laughs> through this. We always do for the second podcast. All right, let's get into Glee. You have to cut so much of this, man. It's going to be a fun one, Taylor. Before we start with Glee, I do want to say it should be known how much Sky and I loved Glee during its running so much. And we will finish this episode and no doubt say to each other, I can't believe we didn't mention this song. I can't believe we didn't mention this episode. So we apologise in advance, but we're going to cover as much as we can, and it's a lot. I've got a lot of notes. I think you should start it by saying what we did. Oh, that's in there. That's oh, in that's going to get, okay, we're going to get to that point. Okay, yeah. okay. So how do you want to start it? Let's start it. So... Glee took the world by storm in 2009 when it first aired. And from the first episode, it brought power to the geeks and freaks of the world. Mm -hmm. It also brought Journey's hit, Don't Stop Believing, right back into number one in the charts. Don't stop believing. For weeks, it was in the charts. It was actually performed six times over the whole series of Glee. Did you know that? 
And it's a super old song, super old. So Glee had a total of six seasons, 121 episodes, and over 700 musical performances, including some originals. My fave original being Trouty Mouth, sung by Santana when she was trying to prove her love to Sam. Do you remember that? Because he had those big lips and she used to call him Trouty Mouth. And it's been played over the world, all over the world for over 10 years now. When it first happened, when it first came out, I was working on the Greek Isle of Eos as a bartender. And I came back to Australia at the end of 2009 where it was already airing here and I hadn't heard of it. It was through comments that my friends had made to me about how it was 100% right up my street and that I hadn't heard about it was something that was quite bizarre to them. And boy, were they right, please. It also played a huge role in Vinny and my relationship. So I met Vinny in June 2010 and we're a few weeks into our relationship and we ended up having two sick days together where we laid in bed all day (laughs) and just watched Glee all day. And Vinny told me later on that it was when he first realised he was falling in love with me when we were sat in bed watching Glee. <laughs> I, I, I then went off to Splendour in the Grass for three days afterwards. <laughs> and then did a Melbourne trip with me. And a Melbourne trip with you. So, yes, yeah, so as Scott was alluding to, Glee also played a major part in Mun Scott's relationship where we went up to our dear friend Stuart Mitchell's 40th birthday, who lived in Glad's 40th? 30th? No, 30th. Jesus. God, we're so old. I know. And he's the same age as you. So was that 2010? Yes. Must have been. So Link was. was little. And I remember, because you remember I skived off from work for that weekend? I called in six. I, was, I just yes. got offered another job at somewhere else. <laughs> and I just fake sicked. You didn't care. And then we got into, so we made a plan that we were going to drive to Gladstone instead of flying up because it would be cheaper and we just wanted to spend time together. Just the two of us. You and I. (laughs) And we were going to listen to Glee albums the whole way up. And I think at that stage it was probably two, but we were planning on listening to was, I think there was three nearly. But can I just interject just this one part? Because I also, after the whole you and Vinny thing, which I didn't know about, I feel like you brought it to my life too. All of a sudden you said to me one time we were out drinking, you have to watch it. And I was like, whatever. I'm sick of you telling me what to do. (laughs) Um, Fine. I'll watch one episode. And then I was like, oh, my god it's teeny bopper but i love it and i was obsessed to the point where every time an episode was on because it was where it was released every week do you remember yes, that like it yeah. wasn't like a bulk thing so it would be released and we'd be like oh my and god Glee's on tonight! and we'd be like freaking out because glee was on and we couldn't wait to see what songs they were going to sing in that episode we were just like what are they going to do this week what songs are they going to sing there's like at least four to five songs they're going to sing in one episode What's it going to be? And they were (laughs) fucking phenomenal every time. Bangers. Bangers, complete bangers. And so we decided that we were going up to Gladstone. We were driving, which is a, what, five-hour, six-hour journey? After we were completely committed to it, we were, like, so, like, this is, everything is our lives. And we're going to sing Glee the whole time, whole way up there, and no one else was joining us. Five-hour drive, it was, like, and even we're when just, people offered, can you please bring so-and-so up? We're like, 
don't respond. Just don't respond. And that was before streaming too, that you could actually have any streaming. So we actually brought the albums. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we had the CDs. Because <laughs> there's no Spotify then. There was no like, you could just subscribe to Spotify. Oh, there was Napster. <laughs> yeah, it was like, but you couldn't like, unless you burn the CDs before, like you had to actually buy the CD. So I had, I feel like there was three because I think I, you brought one and I brought two. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but there was definitely a couple. Oh, there was parts. There was like Glee Part 1, Glee Part Uh, 2. And also they had little EPs as well of specials. Of them and they did it of a certain star they covered. You'd get that little EP. And I brought one of the most recent ones just because we were doing this drive. And I was like. And we needed to do it. And I was like, my favourite songs are on this. Yeah. This is it. I just brought it (laughs) just for this five-hour drive that we're going into. (laughs) It was a magical journey, and I got done for speeding, mm. which ended up making the trip cost more than the airfare, but still, memories, you can't take them back. So some quick fun facts before we get into our fave moments for you. You know, I love a fun fact. Mm. Do you know that Leah Michelle, a.k.a. Rachel Berry, and Matthew Morrison, a.k.a. Will Schuster, actually dated prior to starring in Glee? Oh, I didn't, but I've researched my own fun facts oh, tonight good. just in preparation to, to retaliate to you when you do your fun bang facts. Them but that's on here. one I did not know. But that's a huge age difference too. Yeah, there's about like, well, he actually played older than what he was. He's about like 10 years older than them, which is still reasonable for a teacher mm. and a student, I guess. Not to date, but like age gap, I mean. <laughs> and we all know she dated Corey Monteith Finn until his death in 2013 bless we'll get to that but have you also have you covered also the fact that she's hated on Instagram because she's oh yes that's the that's the um when we get to the scandals okay great can't wait so Glee had 36 million single sales in one month during 2011 single sales just the singles. They've had 36 million in one month. We brought a lot of those, guys. Yeah, we did. We're at least one million of those. Kurt's character was actually written for Chris Colfer. Yes, I know that too. He auditioned for Artie mm-hmm. and then they liked him so much they wrote this character. It was greenlit by Fox 15 hours after they received the script. Can I interject with the facts that I know too? I've got one more and then you I've- can have all... I've got heaps. I'll do one more and then you do yours. So it also spawned the Glee Project spinoff mm. for two seasons. Which you which loved. Was, I did, which was a competition series where contestants contestants had to perform in musical numbers, low choreography and performances, with the winner actually being offered a role on the Glee TV show. Mm. Which was it the was chick amazing. who's the supergirl chick now. Well, no, so the first one, it was um, she didn't Supergirl. Oh, she is Supergirl. No, she mm. didn't. She didn't win it through that. But she was in. She was a contestant. Oh, I don't know about that. The skinny one, the tiny skinny one. Yeah, I don't know. So it was. They used to. They used to do amazing productions, and I used to try and get you obsessed with it. You did like a couple, but then you don't let me get too much in that rabbit hole because you know it's going to be a rabbit hole. Mm. So the first season, all four finalists actually got a spot on Glee. The third and fourth place only got to appear in one episode. One of those was Unique, who ended up with a full-on spot in Glee later on in the season. I remember. The top two was the guy with dreadlocks, who was like a Christian dreadlock guy, and the Irish guy, who was just terrible. 
and in I like the Irish guy. Oh, he was terrible. In season two, only one person went on to win a place in Glee, and that was the guy who played Ryder. Go on, you tell me your facts. Well, I was going to say about when you're talking about Artie, so he struggled so much to keep his legs still because he's not actually in a wheelchair. Um, when you were talking about Artie, like I was like, he, the whole season, like the biggest thing that he remembers is like trying to act he, like he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. Which that actually would be hard. Is, it's kind of difficult for people who are actually disabled. <laughs> yeah. They should have gotten someone who was... But totally. That's a different time. That's <laughs> a different time. <laughs> but there's so many, but you're going to get to the controversies, right? Oh, yes. We've got the controversies at the end. There's so many to go. There's so many. Oh, I've, yeah. Got many notes about them. Um, I don't have any notes, by the way. Oh, what's your other fun facts? All the controversies, which we're going to get oh, to. Oh, okay. We'll get to them. And I'll chime in for those because Perfect. I've researched them. Like, I know them in my head. Good. <laughs> I look forward to it. So I actually stopped watching Glee religiously and I still haven't seen all the episodes of the series. Oh, my God, me neither. Also, but now once I was researching today, I was like, I have to close it out. Like, I have me to too. get to completion. Like, I have to, because there's one thing that I found, um, which is about, like, the joint marriage um, um. between... Um, Santana and which I didn't know happened until I, I don't was know this happened. So Santana and Brittany got married at the same time that Kurt and um, oh, Blaine. Blaine got married in the same, and it was in the same um, like loft situation. Mm. They got married. At the same oh, time. where they lived in. So they New had York. a joint marriage together. Oh, which is I did not too, know that. It's too. Uh, Look, it did get a bit warped as it went on, and that's why I think I stopped watching. It got too cliche all the time. I'm pretty sure I watched season five and maybe some of six, but I haven't watched it all. We watched the season five was the quarterback, which was Ryder. So we no, the quarterback was when Corey Montaf died. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So we definitely did season five. I know that from my research today, um, but. I think it went to seven, didn't you say? Six. Six. So they were already living in university by that point, yes, remember? They were already York away. And, and then yeah. and, and Rachel and, they brought and in the new Finn crew. had broken up and all that stuff on the yeah. show. Because um, the new crew had come in because some had graduated, but Artie and Brittany and that had still stayed at Glee. And the SJP episode, which yes. I fucking loved. Oh, I've loved. got that. Yeah. So do you remember in. do you remember the We Sing game that mm. Vidi and I had? And we used to battle out on that shit too. That was amazing. It was also very known for tackling some pretty big subjects such as teen pregnancy, multiple LGBTQIA plus issues, mm-hmm. domestic mm-hmm. violence, mm-hmm. disabilities, mm-hmm. bullying. And totally like, you know, non-inclusiveness and just mm. being like, you know, being dickheads yes <laughs> which what was happening and being mean to people for no reason like it did it school like, shootings yeah do you remember yeah so i've got another funny story before we get into our faves of the song so they had a couple of movies and one of them was called glee 3d the glee 3d experience and it was where they used to perform concerts around mm. america <laughs> oh well i watched glee 
on my own. I went to the cinema by myself. You did. You were, you I remember were like, that. Yes. You were like, Scar, you have to see. And I was like, no one wanted to come with me. So I was like, and okay. actually, funny story, that was the catalyst for me going, do you know what? I'm the kind of person who actually can go to the cinema on my own and not care. Give me a giant bucket of popcorn <laughs> and a, a movie. Coke that I really want to see and I can sit in the cinema. And I watched um, The Greatest Showman on my own after that. Oh, I did. Um, a bunch also of films on after rem- that. recommendation. Yeah. That was my first segue into being like, it's okay. You're single. You can actually go to the cinema on your own because you really love it. And still and survive. I like, and I was like, no one's going to watch it with me. I'm just doing it. And I've done it. A th- and it's actually a great experience if you a liberating ever... experience <laughs> you really want to see a movie and no one wants to come with you go on your own just do it just do it um i haven't seen glee 3d since but i do remember i actually loved it loved all the fucking inspirational stories of the people that were going there to watch it and how much power the show gave them and as much as i hated rachel that bitch can sing oh yes i actually loved rachel no, she was a dick. Okay, so before we get into our um, favourite songs, I do want your opinions on the different singing groups that featured heavily in Glee. New Directions, the original group. Mm-hmm. Of course, we love mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the Trouble Tones, which was the group that was made up of when they had the breakaway group, Santana, Brittany, Mercedes, Shelby, Quinn, Tina, and Sugar Mutter? Look. My whole thing was about whether I liked the song or not. And I loved them all. I loved them all passionately. Oh, I was I loved... just like, you know, I didn't care about the groups. I was like, just sing, uh, I bitches. Thought, I thought the Trouble Tones did the best songs. I loved the Trouble Tones. I also loved the Dalton Academy Ward Warblers, Blaine's group. Mm. Bum, 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 bum. Do you remember I like the to... solos the most. The solos were my favourite. So what do you think about Vocal Adrenaline, the arch rivals of New Directions, which introduced Jonathan Groff into our lives? Look, they were very professional. There was no doubt about that. Um, And they were very catchy. They were. But they were mean. They were very mean, girl. All right, let's get into our favourite songs. You start. No, I haven't written down any because they're all my favourites. All right, well, I'll start. Okay, because I'm going to start singing in the background. Although I I do think, and I didn't realise this until I researched it today, there was one song um, that Darren Chris, who played Blaine, wrote for um, What's-Her-Face, Rachel. Mm. Um, And I thought it was a show tune. Um, What is it? Oh, I can't. I was singing it on the way home today and I was driving. All right, you Googled that and I'll tell you one of my, my definitely one of my top three fave songs is By the Trouble Tones, which is the mashup, which they did amazing mashups throughout that whole series. Oh, my favorite mashup was the Thriller one. Um, oh, I've got that too. No, there. sorry. What's the Thriller other one? Heads will roll. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So my favourite one is the rumour has it someone like oh. you mass at Marshall. Oh, That's a what about tones. the Sarah Jessica Parker with the, the turkey one? Well, we get. I'll get to that one too. Let's have a turkey, turkey lurkey. But the rumour has it someone like you, I think, is one of the best mashups ever. Um, Santana. Rumour has it. Never rumor mind. Never mind. Oh, I know what it is. 
This time. Uh, he didn't write that for her. His original song, yeah. This Time, is an okay, original song written by Darren Maybe Chris for Dreams Come True. No, no, no. This time, I've just Googled it. This time is an original song written by Darren Chris for Dreams Come True. The series finale episode of American musical television series Glee. Oh, it's Maybe a this, this time. I'll get lucky. He. Maybe this time I'll stay. That's, that's not from Darren Chris. That's what I thought. I thought that's it was not. a broad. I thought Maybe it was a Broadway song. Yeah, it is. Maybe this time. Liza Minnelli sings it. That's what I thought. <laughs> it's from Cabaret. Just, I just literally googled it. You Google it and see what comes up. I did, and it says Liza Minnelli. Baby, this time, full song Cabaret, nineteen seventy-two. And Kristen Chenoweth sings it with. Um, Fucking Rachel Berry. Oh, she must have. They must have doctored it then. Is that one? Dun, dun, dun. This Maybe time is this an original. Time. This time is an original song written by Darren Chris. Well, it must Dreams be a different true. version. The series finale episode of American Music Television is it's a by different Cosmo one. Lee Michelle. It's not maybe this time. It's another version. Whatever. <laughs> but the maybe this time is one of my favorites. But anyway, fucking um, the rumor has it someone like here. Yeah, that's a different one to that one. But rumor has it someone like you is great. Another one is Curtin Blaine's "Baby, It's Cold Outside." Vinny and what I about get, um, Vinny and Blackbird? I get drunk. What was the Blackbird one? Vinny and I would get drunk in Auckland and sing and dance around her apartment, singing "Baby, It's Cold Outside." I, was, of course, was Kurt, and he was Blaine. <laughs> Waves upon a tropical shore. Blackbird by the Beatles. That was the Beatles mm, episode. That was that another That was Kurt fact. sung that. To, oh, I um, thought it was Blackbird. Yeah, you're right. It was Kurt. Yeah. What's the one that and, Santana sings about the bird? Oh, Santana. Oh, my Santana. I love her right. so much. Me she too. was exceptional. She sings Songbird. Songbird, she sings. Songbird. That's which like is Max Fleetwood, song. yeah. <laughs> um, and another one that I fucking love was that one that Darren Chris sang when he was in the Warblers and Kurt was in love with him. But he, because um, Kurt had joined the. In the, um, in the Gap, in the yes. Gap song. Yeah. So Kurt one. had gone to the Dalton Boy Academy because he was getting bullied. And then he, he was thought in love Chris with was singing it to he, he oh, thought no, he Blaine was Blaine, singing it to him, knew, but he was singing he knew it to Blaine the other was guy. Singing it to the other guy, but he wanted him to sing it. So mm. while Blaine was singing it to the guy, Kurt's up against the wall, like basically creaming his jeans. Like, yeah. oh my god! And that's when I get you alone. When I get you, you'll know, which is a Robin Thicke song, who was also born the same. Years me, which is 77 people, not 70 or that 44. Performance when I get you alone Amazing. is such a great performance. And this it's is the, the thing, it wasn't just about the song, it was about the performance. That they did and with the it. fact that Darren Chris is a straight guy, he is the gayest straight guy I've ever known because he sends hearts a flutter in Do you know the how much effort they used to go in to put his hair like that, to slick it down the imagine. way? Because he's got such curly hair. Yeah. And to slick it down, they had to, like, literally, like, his makeup had to be, because he slicked it all the time, to be, like, that warbler look was, like, <laughs> um, so many hours. Dum, 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 dum. Dum, dum. 
dum 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 dum. Oh yeah. With all the shirts and stuff, and he's like in the thing. And the guy ends up getting sacked. The guy's like. Uh, (laughs) Um, and then the other one the mashup i have is the thriller heads will roll Mm. drop to no dance to no how's it going off with your head dance to your dad heads will roll heads will roll roll. thriller thriller the night apparently that performance of thriller was the hardest out of all the entire seasons, they reckon. Oh, really? The, thrillers, the, the effort that went into it um, was insane. And I read something today as well about um, Ryan Murphy. He was so invested in the cast and so, like, because it was his breakout, right? Like, yes, he'd done lots 100%. of stuff before that, but it was his all breakout. Bits. This was his moment, yeah. So there was this whole thing about how they used to party so hard after the shows and stuff like that. And he used to party hard with them, but he like now regrets it. And he's like, I was old and they were young and they were mm. babies. And they were so like, you know, um, young <laughs> and grateful that I was like this yeah. artist and I was hanging out with them all the time. Like, just so grateful to have that experience but like he was like I was so much older and they were babies and he he honestly says like he looks back now and thinks that if he wasn't a part of it if he had distanced himself then um you know maybe they would have made some better choices (laughs) oh I don't reckon you can't blame himself for that I know as well I know Um, I I really really want to sit down and make you watch from episode one Oh, the Glee project. Just researching it today, I want to go from beginning to end. And yeah, I'm going to push that's through how I'm to the end. It. That's I'm, how, gonna, I'm not going to watch the episodes I haven't watched. I'm going to no, start from the I'm beginning. No, I'm going to start from the beginning. I'm going yeah. to get my love back from it. And I, there might be episodes that I might want to skip because it was a bit teeny boppy now that I'm a or bit older. Or a bit older. fucking weird where it went a bit, which we'll get to in some of the controversies. But I'm going to but just I really be like, want you to watch love. the Glee project. It was fucking a fucking breakthrough. Another one I loved was when um, Kurt was still in the closet. So it was series one um, and he's performing with Brittany and Tina mm. and his dad walks in and they're doing the single ladies. Oh, single ladies. Oh, oh, single and they ladies. Like, Do you remember that? And he's yeah. like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, it's just a number for Glee Club. But yeah, I'm here with two girls. And he's like, good work, son. Yeah. <laughs> but he ended up being the best advocate. Oh, remember? totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, do you remember this was in season one as well? this song and it's when Mercedes was into Kurt and mm. she felt that he was in love with Rachel <laughs> silly girl and so she throws a rock through his car car windshield because she thinks that he's dogging her um bust I remember. Your windows. Bust I bust the windows, windows out your car <laughs> because I saw you looking right at her so I remember playing it so because I was so obsessed with fucking glee we were both one. so obsessed with it. I was living with my mum at the time too. And I remember playing this song to my mum. I was like, listen to this song. Isn't this cool? And she turns around and my mum goes, started giving me a lecture going, that's the trouble with your generation. You just can't just cop it and get on with it. You have to bust windows out of cars. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, but I made, I made the song. <laughs> I love your mum so much. <laughs> It's like it's not about like I wouldn't throw a rock through some Vinny's car if he did, looked at someone else. It's she just, just a song. Totally says it as, as she it thinks is. it is. A hundred percent. 
Uh, bust the windows out, your car. That's the problem, That's a problem with, with you. your generation. <laughs> Can't just get on with it. You've got to bust windows out of cars. <laughs> what about um, when, do you remember when Blaine cheats on Kurt when he's in New York? Oh, brutal. Plays, and he plays Teenage Dream on the piano. Yeah. That one is a real fucking heartbreaker when mm. he's looking at Kurt and mm. he's like, yeah. mm. and he's singing it with his heart and Kurt's like, looking at him like oh this is great and then Kurt's like what the fuck something's going on here but my whole thing is like now is like looking back on Corey Montar who I I just went to grab my microphone again to get a drink FYI fucking (laughs) adored Corey Montar through the whole thing sometimes he did a little bit dick stuff like I totally understand that his character wrote into some stuff and And he could not dance at all could he but he was, it was like brilliant. Frankenstein on the stage. He was, a, oh, but that was the cute, that was like the whole appeal they made that of thing that. Yeah. The whole appeal of that was just beautiful. He was such a beautiful human. I loved him. Devastated by his loss. Oh, yeah. It's very sad what happened to him. So I looked at it today when I was researching it and I saw the original Glee cast and I went, dead, dead, dead. Yeah. Three Terrible. of them dead. And one of, of them, the whole thing. And Santana's death gets me the most. But we'll get to that. We're getting to the controversy. So, <laughs> so the next song that I love, which you've already mentioned somewhat, was Maybe This Time uh, I'll Get Lucky. Okay. Maybe, Maybe This, this time, time You'll Stay. stay. <laughs> Maybe This Time <laughs> For The Last time, time Love Won't and that was Kristen Chenoweth. She was yeah. my favourite guest star in Glee. I, well, again, when I was researching it today, she was ultimately, the out of all the celebrities that they had on the show, she is rated their favourite guest star based on the cast review. I think she won awards for it too. Yeah, for they loved her. She the cast amazing. loved her. She was so good. She was an alcoholic. Do you remember she was mm-hmm. like in the house when we mm. went up to meet with her? And they were sitting there talking. It's like, oh, quick, we've got to go. The home owner's a home. And she had to run out of the house because she was like, you know. But that's why I keep saying to you to watch First Christmases out of all the Christmas movies. She plays a massive role in that film. Oh, really? I didn't know she was in it. That's You could have sold me with that. I've told you this a thousand <laughs> times. I do love her. And do you remember? Um, it's in one of the later episodes. What was the girl's name that... um. Her mum was the canteen operator. That was the girl who's Supergirl now who yes. got the part based on the Glee she project. Didn't, 100% telling you she didn't get it through Glee project. Mm. But she, when she did Wrecking Ball, fucking Vinny and I were wetting ourselves when she did, I came in like a wrecking ball. And she actually came bursting through a wall on a fucking wrecking ball. Vinny and I were wetting ourselves. She didn't come from the Glee project, I promise you. What's her name? Lee. Look up the Supergirl actress. Supergirl actress. I've got her in a controversy as well. Melissa Benost. Yeah, that's her. She just came in at that time. No, she's not in from the Glee Project. Shut up. Blake won the spot in the Glee six, second Glee Project. Oh, so maybe she came in to be the the um the relationship with the guy yes. who the love interest of the guy who won the Glee project. Okay, yeah. fine, 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 whatever. So 
We have to move on and talk about the Glee albums, which we've touched on. I had them all. The earlier ones I thought were better, in my opinions. So Hashtag, did I. I remember had our car trip to Gladstone. Yes. Obviously, you do. LOL. I brought the Christmas all those albums. albums. Oh, the Christmas albums. We I still have them. some of the Glee Christmas songs on my Christmas playlist. <laughs> so good. And I also love watching the Christmas episodes over Christmas every year. Mm. Do you remember when they did the Rocky Horror episode? Yes, I do. I love Vaguely. Rocky Horror. And I, I remember when did. they were doing it, I was like, yes, yes. But they had Mercedes playing um, Frankenfurter, which I thought was a cop out. And also, do you remember when they did the Lady Gaga episode? Yes, I remember the Lady Gaga also episode. Iconic. But there was there also was so a many out. themes. There was a Britney episode too. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. That's where Britney really came into light. She used, from... to, she used to be Britney's her name backup is Britney dancer. Spears, isn't she? <laughs> No, isn't her name Britney S. Pierce or something. Oh, in the show, yes. Yeah. But she was an actual original backup dancer for Britney Spears. Was she? Yeah, totally. But you know what annoyed me about that episode is when they performed Born This Way, they took out the no matter gay straight or bi, which is the fucking whole concept of what Glee is. Mm. But they didn't put that line in it. All right, so let's talk about some of the characters. Blaine. I thought he was a bit of a dish. I loved him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Santana, my all-time fave Glee cast member, is Santana. Mm, yeah, I loved love her. her too. I loved um, Corey, and I hate to say this, but I also loved Park. See, I didn't, I, I didn't hate Finn. I thought he was okay. He was never a fave. Or Puck, I was like, eh, I loved, take him or leave I him. love them both. I love I f- them both. It hurts me what happened yeah. to Puck massively. Oh, it's terrible. What do you think of Will? Will Schuster. Oh, look, I I loved him in the beginning. I think he ended up being a dick in lots of situations. Oh yeah, totally. Um, but I feel like he was like a necessary. You know, oh, he had to be in it, yeah. yeah I thought yeah. it was okay. I never really liked the solo numbers that Will did. Well, apparently, the season finale, like the show finale, I mean, his last singing song is like groundbreaking. Like, oh, really? and I was I researched this today, and it was like, um, the song that he sings at the end. And like I said before, they had the joke wedding, which I think is like, what is. But it was getting to that point for us. Do you remember when we were watching it and we were like, ugh, it was all it's like. too much. It was high school, college, high school, college. And we were like, they've lost sight of like, it got too generic. But it just got also too, too groundbreaking. Like they tried to make too mm, many I don't know about issues. that. I think it got to the point where it was too teeny boppy. Like when oh, we see, first I thought they tried to tackle it, too many um they tried to tackle too many issues. Yes, because they had Adam Lambert in it for a bit. Do you remember that? Oh, kind of, but not really. Yeah, he came in. He was like a love interest for Kurt, I think, yes. when they first yeah, went yeah, to yeah. uni. And it was like, eh, like I get it. And then remember when they were all living in the loft together and Santana and they all Where they didn't have fights. any money, but they had yeah. the most massive loft. And, yeah, it got a bit unbelievable, I think. Yes, and it got like a little bit too like, ugh. Yeah. And then the songs are all about, like, I don't know, their ambition. Yeah, it got a bit too... fine. Like, Rachel was always the crazy ambitious one, but it was, like, fighting, 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 fighting. It was always sort of unbelievable, but then it became just too unbelievable where you mm. couldn't 
invest or commit to it a bit. Mm. I didn't mind Rachel, but you hated her. I actually didn't mind her. I thought she was a great Oh, I character. think her talent is insane. But if we're talking about controversy, she got oh, exiled yeah. from Instagram. She had to close her Instagram account. Well, we're coming up to controversies. Because she's a mean girl and everyone com- like called her out. To it. But what did we think about Brittany and her cat, Lord Tubbington? I loved, I love Brittany. Everything Brittany And what about amazing. Lord Tubbington, her cat, when she did those But Brittany videos. bowed out towards the, the, uh, the later seasons. Like she wasn't in it anymore. Oh, really? Like what do you need? Bit, bit, except they obviously got married that we didn't know about. But I So Sue Sylvester. Do I love her or do I hate her? I loved her. Oh, is that what you, I don't know. Are you asking me that? Yeah. Do you love her? Do you hate Look, she was very mean. Her meanness totally. I don't like her as a person, but she was hilarity. She was very funny, but her meanness was too much. And her continuous um, ability to try to thwart them just <laughs> messed me up. And I, I don't, if I have to say love or hate, I'm going to say hate. Oh, what about Kurt? Love. Yeah. April Rhodes, which was Creston Chenoweth. Love. Me too. All right, let's get to some scandals. Mm. Okay, so we're going to start with scandals of the people themselves. First one, which was a big one and super shocking, was Mark Sailing, who played Puck. (laughs) So first of all, while the show was airing, he faced accusations of sexual battery from an ex-girlfriend The matter was settled out of court in March 2015 with him agreeing to pay a $2.7 million sum. Just a few months later that year. Insurance. He didn't have that much money. It was insurance. He would have had that, I reckon, from fucking Glee. I reckon. Just a few months later in December that year, he was arrested for child pornography charges to which he pleaded guilty to in September 2017. And he formalised the plea in December that year. His sentencing sentencing was set for March in 2018, but he died by suicide in January 2018 before facing trial. It's heartbreaking. And, like, I know what he did is the most horrendous thing. Yes, I I completely, totally, I think it's, like, awful. There's no excuse for child pornography, but I just feel like... My heart always was like he was my one of my favorite characters. It was. It how was do you ever distance? How do you distance yourself from that when he is one of your characters? After yeah. then, you realize what he's done, I know. and then you're like, "But <laughs> he was such a great character." And in do you know show. what? Do you know what I found difficult to sort of comprehend as well as like he was a young guy, he was a young, hot guy, attractive, very successful, had all the money. And it still wasn't enough for him where he had to sort of go into this dark circle of shite. I know it's very tough. Corey Monteith, Finn, struggled with substance abuse while working on Glee and died on the 13th of July, 2013 of a combined heroin and alcohol overdose. And do you know what? I've read excessively about his life story 
because I couldn't comprehend when he died. I actually felt like my heart was breaking when I found out. Like, do you remember when, what the day mm. that he died? Do you remember us messaging each other going, what the what fuck? Because it was and in Glee's heyday as well. It yeah. was. And we were just both like, are you fucking seriously? Like, how can this happen? It just goes to happen? show you, doesn't it? Because Puck died later, didn't he? Like, Puck died yeah, yeah. much later. He died after um, two years. Oh, so no, when, he died five years later. When Cory Montaf died, I was like... That was the first one. Why? Like, yeah. fucking why? You had everything going for you. You were in a star in a hit show. He was dating Rachel Berry. Lee that was Michelle. the character. That was the character. <laughs> no, he was but dating yes. Leah Michelle in real life. He had, uh, of course, I know that, but he had like proper substance abuse mm. issues before he was cast. Heroin as, is pretty hardcore, isn't it? Before he was cast in the show, he had major substance abuse stuff. And like, I just think it just makes me really fucking sad. And let's not it even does. talk about. We're going to get to Montana. Well, they incorporated. Really sad. I know. They incorporated his death into the third episode of the fifth fifth season. Which was brutal. With a tribute episode to him. They also didn't reveal the cause of Finn's death in Glee. And you also know that it all took them one take to do that episode because they were also traumatised. Really? Because they couldn't actually do it so it was like pure emotion they had to do it for the show they had to do it um and all of them were like you got That's one take you got one take man you got one take yeah. like and and all the emotion came through and i bought and there was two episodes do you remember it was like the quarterback one and two yeah. and i fucking cried my ass off and i was like why? And you know, and I didn't. I didn't have Why? this as. I didn't have this as one of my notes, but I did see it when I was doing my research that Santana's song, "If I Die Young," and then look what happened to her. I know. So apparently, and then we got Leah Michelle's controversy. This is a tragic episode. This is going to make me cry the whole way through the end. <laughs> So in 2020, allegations of bullying against the other cast on set came about from Rachel. Mm-hmm. So there was stuff. It was never racial, even though she bullied a person of colour. The person of colour had said as well, it wasn't race, race, racial. It was just the way that Leah Michelle was to everybody. Apparently she said to about one of her co-stars that she wanted to shit in their wig, which I thought was quite relatable. Next one is Naya Rivera. Let's go back Santana. a little bit because I actually feel like Leah Michelle is a mean girl. I think she's a mean girl. I don't think it mattered what race anyone was. Mm-mm. She was a mean girl to them, yeah. Mm. Totally. Well, I- she, you know, when she auditioned for Rachel, she got up the person playing the piano because she was singing On mm. My Own and they skipped the second verse and she says, stop, can you go back, please? I hadn't agreed to skip that. And that's you know, she knew. also was in a car accident on her way to that rehearsal. Yes. And she had glass in her hair and stuff because of the, she was driven. That bitch was driven. Um, Which was what Rachel Berry is. Yeah. She played the perfect part for her. But I also think that she was obviously a product of um, people wanting to her to achieve amazing things. And live a life that they things. didn't live. 
Um, but also I think she, so she deleted her Instagram for like a year and a half because she constantly was ridiculed Getting way shit. after like. The allegations came out. It was like, everyone was like, she was the worst person to work with. Not just the shitting in the wig thing, the things that she did to people was awful. Yeah. And she like, like continually issued public apologies when people were like, not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> what no, you did funny. to me as an actor in the background or as like a fucking extra was not good enough. Terrible how she treated them. Um, so this next one really hit hard. It was one of my favorite characters. Well, it was my favorite character from the series, Santana, Naya Rivara, who died of accidental drowning in July 2020. Seven years to the day that Corey died. Having a child. She was on a lake with her son and she went out for a swim with him. She was able to get her four-year-old son back on the pontoon, whatever it was that they hired, but she wasn't able to get back on Exhaustion from getting him back on. And she wasn't able to get herself back on. The autopsy revealed, and I don't know, this is what I said in the research, that she called for help as she was drowning. Maybe it was the way the water came in, I don't know, which her son also confirmed. Her former husband filed a wrongful death suit against Ventura County, citing there wasn't enough warnings about the lake's risks present. And the settlement will go to her son, Josie, as compensation for having to endure the drowning of his mother at Lake Peru. I know, so sad. The brutality of that is just insane. Like, oh, it was just horrible. Yeah, yeah, saving his And that's just trying, like, to save your kid and just being like, it's okay, baby. You'll be okay. Mummy just has to lay down for a little bit. In the water. you're okay. Yeah. And then just floating away because they could never, remember when they couldn't find her? Yeah. Because they just found the sun. Because he was a baby. He was like three or something and he couldn't articulate what had happened. Yeah. He was four. And she just fucking floated away and then they found her body and I was like. That was horrendous. That was so sad. Is that like the worst possible way to die? Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It heartbreak. I was heartbroken when I found out she died. It was this whole fucking. She yeah. died from circumstance. Exactly. So the last controversy is about Blake Jenner, who played Ryder. And that's the one who won this the second season of the Glee Project. No relation to the Jenners though, right? No. And I did Google that too. He's no relation to the Jenners. So he joined Glee in its fourth season as one of the quarterbacks. And that was controversy enough for me because at the time, he's a good-looking, talented guy, and I feel that Glee was about celebrating the non-conventional person. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to fucking good-looking people get it probably a lot easier in Hollywood than non-good-looking people. Of course, (laughs) but then the non-good-looking people still persevere. Well, that's what annoyed me about the fact that he won the Glee Project too, is there was people, other circumstances that made them more product of Glee and what Glee was about, but they still awarded it to this hot young quarterback mm. type guy. Yeah. So I thought that was a bit of a cop-out. But anyways, his but ex-wife... But Ryan Murphy was on the jury, remember? I know, that's what annoyed me. But anyway, his ex-wife, Melissa Benoit, Oh. Who also was his co-star. That's why I thought she was a part of the Glee project. She played Marley and was one of the new crew that came in. She came forward saying that she 
in tweets saying she was a survivor of domestic violence. She didn't name Blake himself, but many were quick to accuse him when they connected the dots between her story and their relationship. And they were married. They were married. You can't she... claim domestic violence if it wasn't a marriage. I mean, you can from other relationships, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah like... She just said, I was a product of domestic violence, but it could have but been. But she a... was a baby. She was like so young. It That's was obvious it was about say... him. Yes. So she claims to have suffered some pretty brutal beatings, which I won't go into. Some of them were pretty harsh, like dragged by the hair and shit. And in the aftermath of her aftermath of her complaint, oh my God. And in the aftermath of her claims, he took to social media to comment on a personal situation that had been made public and that physical abuse was inflicted on both ends. He was also charged with DUI in July 2022 and got a five-year probation period. After Glee, he went to star in the TV series What If, which was on Netflix and starred Renee Zellweger. I know the one. We started watching it, but we didn't finish it. Mm. Okay, so quickly before we end, I want to go through some episode controversies. You'll Mm -hmm. remember these. So Lights Out is one of them, which was season four, episode 20. And this storyline involved writer, Blake, who sings Everybody Hurts in acoustic version Mm. in the episode. I love that song. Uh, Me too. But he reveals, and this is where I remember, this is when at the time where I just thought, oh, this is getting too much for me. He reveals he was molested in the episode by a teenage girl. And I think it was his babysitter or something at the age of 11. And his classmates, Artie and Sam, have a go at him saying, it's literally every young boy's dream what happened to him. And saying things like, dude, I'd have killed for that. So they're trying to not make light of it. They were trying to focus on the fact that it can happen to boys as well by girls. And the guys making like, dude, like, you know, what? that's amazing. It was controversial. Do you have something to say about that or not yet? No, I was just a little bit confused. Who are you talking about who made those allegations, though? Oh, it's it's in the episode of Glee. So it's one of the characters made the allegations in the episode, like as one of the characters. Oh, because like a chick cracks onto you, it's okay. Because if it's well, the other way yes. around, it's worse. But, like, you know, so if when he was does a- it, it's okay. Yeah, when he was 11 as a character, his character was 11, his babysitter hit on him and molested him. But which character was it? It was um, Blake, the guy that won the Glee Project 2. Oh, okay. So Ryder, his name was. And then Artie and Sam are like, dude, that's like everyone's dream. Why are you so messed up about this? This In the episode, you mean? Yes, 100%. These are episode controversies. So the next one is Audition, which was season two, episode one. Do you remember a character called Sunshine? I remember the name. No, but I remember the the gay guy in the original one who used to beat them all up and then he ended up being gay. Oh, yes. Um, And then apologised to Kurt. But I also remember the whole slushy thing was pretty traumatic for me. I was like, and and that, and that I researched it today and I was like, it was actually real slushies that they in, got the, thrown in, in the beginning, face. but then they yeah. stopped it and they made it different like because it was like too intense for them to be throwing slushies in the face. But so in they the, do that. Sorry. The first season was about real slushies being thrown in their face. Yeah, it was quite torturous. Uh, Do you remember Sunshine? Oh. A character named Sunshine. She was in season two. 
I remember the name. She was the one in the wheelchair, was she? No, no. That was um no. But I um I remember the name, but I can't really remember her character. I think she may have been Filipino. But anyway, it felt like she came into it. I have a terrible memory, you know. It that. felt like she came into it in the new crew, but I'll stop. So anyway, her and Rachel had a sing-off in the bathroom to telephone. Hello, oh, hello, baby. Oh, I love that one. So her and Rachel's intimidated by Sunshine's vocals. We have to play so, that after this. So when she goes, let me just put this in the list. Hang on. Oh, the list. You've got a list after this. You've got a list. So she can't. How far down is the list? Oh, no. It's just all my favourite songs plus so, these extras. So do I have a choice in the, these songs? Oh, yeah, of course. No, I don't. Listeners, I don't. Are you ready for this? This is what happens every time after we've had a double podcast. I just have to listen. It's still officially my birthday. And behave. (laughs) Listen, you have a month. (laughs) I've already been trying to plot it out because do you know how much is taking over Eurovision by, which I'm okay with, but also how am I supposed to celebrate with my other people who don't like Eurovision? Also, we have a double podcast on the Friday night. I know. On the 12th. That was made in through. Mm, mm, mm. That was done because of fucking conflicting Mm. schedules that you presented. Mm. Can't blame me for that. Well, you better make it worth my while, is all I'm saying. (laughs) Better all be about Skyzy. Oh, on your birthday. Totally. On the 12th, I'm saying. The Friday night. Oh, yeah, totally. We'll do that. We'll do that. So anyway, Rachel's intimidated in the sing-off in Telephone by Sunshine's vocals. And when they're meant to go to an audition, she gives Sunshine the wrong address and sends her to a disused drug house, which caused some controversy. Mm. (laughs) Do you remember the episode Shooting Star, season four, episode 18? Got to flesh it out for me. It's the episode where a school shooting scare takes place after Becky, who was a Down syndrome student, brought a gun Becky. to school. Well, she brought a gun to school that accidentally misfires. And Sue ends up taking the blame for it because remember oh, Sue had yes. a Down syndrome sister. It was a pretty intense episode, but the controversy came about because it aired four months after the Sandy Hook elementary school shootings. And they also had to delay it on top of that anyway. So do you remember that they actually had to delay it on top of that as well? Yes. Because of what happened. And then they were like, we're going to pull it out anyway. But they d- also delayed it and put it in it outside of schedule. So it came out at a different time. That it should have, like, out of sync. It still came out four months after the mm. Sandy Hook Elementary School shootings where 26 people lost their lives, 20 of which were children between the age of six and seven years old. And no one reached out from Fox to warn the community of the fact that this shootings mm. episode was going to hit um air it copped a lot of backlash well there's big issues in that it's like ban guns guys <laughs> totally ban the fucking guns guys <laughs> don't blame Jesus. the shows let's come on let's dull well, it back it's still a little happening bit. now because there's fucking they banned they banned drag queens in tennessee mm. you're not allowed to have drag queens in tennessee anymore but and also they, they revealed I they know. Had a school shooting in Tennessee just happening, and they still won't ban guns. And they also it's... revealed all the nine one one calls that they've got from Tennessee 
of people in a gun shooting situation. It's coming. It just came out. I was driving home tonight and I heard it. And it was like, let's listen to all the gun shooting situations that happen in Tennessee and let's listen to the 911 calls. It's fucking terrible, isn't it? And it's it? like everyone's like raging against the fact, it. I can't. I just, anyway. So, in general, Will Schuster. So some controversies about him was getting the cast to sing and twerk to Blurred Lines mm. um, in one episode. And there's also an, a narrative in that episode <clears throat> where Unique, who is a transgender student, is only allowed to use her correct bathroom if Will stops twerking. There's um, the episode where Will Schuster blackmailed Finn to join the Glee Club by putting mm. drugs in his locker. There's the episode. That's like I in the first episode. What about the one where um, it was Afternoon Delight? Remember that when she was a virgin, the chick he was oh, um, yes. Afternoon Delight, and they were like, "You don't understand what Afternoon Delight means." And she yeah, sung it's... it and sung it and sung it, and it was like the whole thing is like, "I'm a virgin, like a virgin, don't have sex with me because I'm a virgin." And then there was another one where Rachel gets a crush on Will Schuster and he sings, don't stand so close to me to try and reject her. I love that song. I love that song. He does that to try and reject her, but that song is actually about a teacher who likes his student and doesn't want them to stand so close to him. So that we've got a bit of controversy. And also when he suspended Marley because she refused to wear a provocative outfit for a number. (laughs) But overall, Clear's the best. Okay, that's the end. Good luck making sense of this episode because it's fucking, I think it's our worst episode ever in terms of us just speaking absolute shit and controversy. Well, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed our special on Glee. I have a feeling our next YouTube wars are going to include a few more Glee numbers these days. Next week as we go back, in time and relive the wonder that was the 80s an era of extreme fashion big hair new wave punk rock yuppies breakdancing and movies and tv characters that certainly did not age well well they aged okay i think because i'm no. also from the 80s no, you no, know no. it's from the 70s though so you have no. to remember that i mean about the themes of the movies mm, did sure. not age well sure as well and- as that hairstyle you have right now <laughs> <laughs> And we're going to cover it all. And remember, if you're whining, you're winning. Good night, Shisha Bitches. It's Glee. And that's what you missed. I'm Glee. Yeah, that stupid bitch. Mm -hmm. He's a stupid bitch. What a stupid bitch. That stupid bitch.